0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at
1: CapitalFinancialUSA.com. In the meantime, college basketball got started last night. You yeah, want, it did. You, you want to talk about a part of the calendar that's just chaos right now. We have Canes. They played tonight. We have maybe the most interesting off-the-field conversation when it comes to college football. You, you could have a starting quarterback electing to redshirt in no, a Power don't. 5 uh, conference. You have the NFL going on. Panthers are uh, fascinating to say the least playing on Thursday. And college basketball last night. The best part of opening night in any sport are the overreactions to one game because that's all we have to judge. I, w- I wish we could have a- an opinion on number 2 ranked Duke Blue Devils in the country. Uh you know, uh, hey, we got 14 games to look at and we should really j- no, we have one. We have one game and they're playing Dartmouth. That's what we have. The ACC went 14 and 0 last night. 14 and 0. Every team other than Florida State hosted a mid-major program last night, a smaller school, and and they went 14 and 0. Take so, that Big 10. So, so Shout out to JMU. So the big story is that there's no story. That's the big story, right? Louisville almost lost, but almost doesn't count. Wake Forest gave us a scare in the first half, but 14-0 is 14-0. Credit to them, right? You showed up. You did what you had to do. A win is a win. You celebrate every win. It's always hard to win, 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 win. But as always, there's more to the story than than it seems Let's go in order of a CBS projected finish, and we're going to have to get to these throughout the show, but we'll start with Duke beating Dartmouth, 92-54. For the players that played, businesslike. For the players that played. Mark Mitchell didn't play. little ankle tweak. He's going to be a contributor, and he's, because he was out, Ryan Young probably played more minutes than expected, and that, for some reason, that guy, he's, he's polarizing. Ryan Young, if you, if you look at the fan base you a big fan or not a fan. Jaden Shute didn't play. There's more mystery around his absence. But, I mean, big picture stuff, Filipowski looked like one of the best players in the country. Proctor led the show. Roach was reliable and, and comfortable and veteran. Foster looked like a microwave off the bench. If there was anything to nitpick, Jared McCain, uh, who was in there with the, the starters as a freshman, got into foul trouble. But guess what? The freshman, starting in his first game in Cameron, Little over eager, I'm all right with it. UNC beat Radford 86 to 70. It was a little, little close early on. Was it a little too close right up in, uh, before halftime? Absolutely. There were a couple times I checked the score, tuned into the game. Was like, whoa, is on ACC Network? What's going on here? By about halftime, they settled the ship. Armando Baycott finishes with 25 and 13. I'm all right with it. They have a lot of new pieces. I'm okay with a slow start. That you wake up and you do what you're supposed to do. Also, Radford's an underrated program. They to actually picked to win their league this year. They're, they're. I've covered them in the past. They're, they, they get more talent than you think. I was surprised a little bit by how little they depended on Elliot Cadeau. I mean, I've built him up in my brain. To, I mean, yesterday we had our picks. He was my freshman of the year in the ACC. Likewise, I think he is wildly talented but they they br- might just be bringing him along slowly mm-hmm. they really depended on veterans
2: you could see the tempo when he's out there on the floor oh. the tempo in which they played
1: yeah everybody else is like when he's checking in all right let's get ready they're like get ready you know, to run doing the old school stretches right mm-hmm. lacing up their their shoes a little bit tighter their jordans uh they really depended on the veterans obviously baycott rj davis they might be the most veteran duo in in college basketball uh but harrison ingram from stanford uh, Pax and Wojcik of, uh, of Brown. They came from Brown. Uh, Cormac, I almost said Cormac McCarthy. That would be an <laughs> author. Cormac Ryan, uh, yes. uh, from Notre Dame. They're, they're transfers, but they're veterans. They're, they're upperclassmen. They, they played a lot of different bodies, but I think the, the main, like, Hey, we're going to depend on you in, in game one was on the veterans. And again, like I said, a slow start doesn't worry me for that team. Uh, wake forest. they. they Of the ACC schools non-Louisville edition, because we know where Louisville stands, of the ACC schools non-Louisville category, Wake is the one that has the most splaining to do. You got some splaining to do. Elon was ahead by 12 at halftime. Yeah, that was a little wild. Obviously, because they ended up winning 101-78, Wake Forest won by 35 points in the second half, so it's not a disaster. But something to watch. Starting slow was a thing for them last year, and uh, in some of the exhibition uh, little circuit they went on, they, they started slow. An interesting point here because when you do, when you find yourself down twelve at Elon, you do have the moment, right? The metaphorical like leaning forward in your chair, where you're like, "All right, let's vote. We got it. We got to lock in here." Cameron Hildreth put up thirty three points in the game. He averaged twelve last year, but he's the one that like. Oh, we're not going to play well today? All right, I'll score 33. I'll do what I have to do to make sure we beat Elon. That's an interesting role, right? It wasn't uh, Salas, the, the, the transfer. It wasn't maybe one of the big guys. It was Hildreth. I thought that was interesting. And then uh, an, an observation for NC State over the Citadel, 72-59. Uh, I thought it was workmanlike. I thought it was similar to, to North Carolina's. They started slow, a lot of room to grow, but again, a lot of new faces. A lot of new faces. D.J. Burns was the best player on the floor. He got going quickly, and and I mean, biggest person on the four floor, best person on the floor. There there was a lot of uh, what we expected from him. Uh, I want to watch Michael O'Connell though, another transfer from Stanford. Hit a, hit a bunch of threes off the bench. If he can continue to knock down a high percentage of his threes at volume, he's going to get more playing time because when you have D.J. Burns out there, you need spacing around him. And they won't have full strength because M.J. Rice still coming back. And and. Yeah, that's all. Transfer like, from Kansas. when he does get there, all of a sudden, all the rules, ha- roles, excuse me, not rules, all the rules have to be reevaluated. Rules too. It'd be weird if they reevaluated the rules. They now should. that MJ Rice is playing, you, you, three steps, no travels. <laughs> we reevaluated the rules. We just we want to up the excitement. Uh, but all of that is based on one game against lesser opponents. That's how college basketball season works. Eventually, we'll have a month to evaluate these teams. For right now.
0: Who get it done.
2: Copping or dropping NC State football now with the news with MJ Morris is going to redshirt. Yep. Basically sit out the rest of the season. Yep. Copping or dropping NC State wins eight games, including bowl
1: game. Eight games this season. Um, I'm copping. Okay. I actually... I don't think the offense will change a ton with Brennan Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I think they like MJ, since MJ Morris took over, the offense has done some good things, but I think there's part of it is the emergence of Casey Concepcion, the comfortability yeah. of Robert and Nye. I think there are other things that contributed to the success since MJ Morris took over. And I think Brennan Armstrong's coming in with a different vibe. I think sure. he, he left a, a by some in the fan base, very disliked individual He's coming back as the guy that's committed, the guy that's, uh, you know, handled everything like a like a professional, right, kind of has continued to put his body on the line. There was that big hit on the left side uh, last week where he got kind of helicoptered, but he put his body on the line. There's just, you know, I, I think it's going to be a different vibe with Armstrong this time, so I'm, I'm thinking they're going to be all right. Cop- all right. Copping it. Copping it. Coppin it. All right, next one.
2: Duke versus UNC this Sunday. Yep. Duke beats you. Duke wins against North Carolina. You copping or (sighs) dropping? Putting it it out there early. I am. Throwing Um, it out there early.
1: I, I think I'm dropping. Okay. You think Carolina wins this one? I think even strength, this game becomes fascinating. I think Riley Leonard being out. Henry Beeland being out and Duke down to their third string quarterback. Grayson Loftus, through no fault of his own, is, I mean, he he's going to have to keep pace with a a North Carolina offense that has NFL players kind of all over it. Okay. And I just, I don't know if that's fair to the young quarterback. Duke's defense is very, very good. Don't get me wrong. They're, I mean, they might be, you know, I mean, they're, I don't even know what I was going to finish that with. They might be, no, they are. They are really, really good. Yeah. So I think they'll give Drake May and that offense some trouble, but Drake May and that offense isn't going to be held, you know, scoreless. You're not going to be able to beat North Carolina completing seven passes like Grayson Loftus did against Wake. Okay, next one here. Let's do it. Wake Forest
2: four four and five on the season. They making a bowl game? Copping or dropping? Copper drop. They
1: make a bowl. Probably, probably dropping. It's. I mean, it's. It's tough. Like, I think they're gonna have a, a lot of problems with NC State's defense this weekend. Yep. Um. You. You look at the rest of their their schedule. They have Notre Dame and Syracuse after that. That's at Notre Dame, and it's at Syracuse. That, I mean, it's. You got to find two wins there. I, I. I. I just hate to be the bearer of bad news on this one. I don't think it takes a, a lot of uh, analysis here. I don't see two wins in their three remaining, and and especially with the defenses they're going to face. I, I just I don't see it.
2: Okay, next one here. College football playoff rankings next round, I guess you could say, next list of rankings from the committee mm-hmm. comes out tonight. By oh, the way. look at that. Florida State makes it to the CFP. Cop it or drop it. Not just in the top four today. Again, they were four last week. I'm talking they make it.
1: I'm going to cop it. Okay unfortunately the ACC keeps losing its its teeth a little bit here right like a lot of yeah. the, uh, is becoming like rough. Uh, so so I think Florida State is kind of a cut above um, obviously Florida's still lurking but I don't think Florida is they, they might be losing some of their teeth also this year uh, I think they're they have a nice little path to go ahead and, and make the college football playoff what they do once they get there I might be less confident in but I think they're gonna get there okay. Next one here. Next you go to college basketball. Let's
2: go base off again the, the one game over reactions mm. that we saw yesterday. Yep. Which I which I do enjoy. Elliot Cadeau, UNC freshman guard. Did not start yesterday, but was a major contributor, played a lot of minutes. Elliot Cadeau will be starting for Hubert Davis and the
1: Tar Heels come December. Uh, I'm copying that. Okay. I, I think there is some level of, of uh, like, talent kind of wins out, and I think Elliot Cadeau is, you know, the most talented point guard on that roster. Uh, I think it's – it's Hubert Davis, uh, I think he's kind of old school, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's not good or bad. It's just that's just how – Just it that's, is. Yeah, that just is what it is. And I think part of it is like he, you know, feels kind of strange just – Tossing the keys to a Ferrari, right? Because they have talent up and down that roster. Tossing the keys to a freshman and saying, like, you know, have it back by 1030. I think he wants yeah. to to give it a, you know, the the old uh, learner's permit where it's like, all right, we're going to have a veteran in the, the the passenger seat for your first couple of times riding this this thing out there, driving this thing out there. Um, and eventually, Cadeau will earn more and more freedom until it's, you know, all right, have it back by sundown. Have it back by nine have it back by 10:30. All right, midnight. Okay, you know what? You can go away for the weekend. Like it's 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 going to keep building. So by what was it? By December, by December yeah, by I December. think. You know, he'll be pushing the curfew back and he'll be allowed to, you know, let it roar on the the, the highway a few times. So their next game is Sunday. They have uh,
2: Lehigh. Mm-hmm. They play uh, UC Riverside as well, but then on the 22nd, uh Northern Northern Iowa, and then on the 29th of November, they play against
1: Tennessee. So
2: that's those are the remaining games they have through the rest of the month.
1: Fun fun fact about me, uh, Lehigh, my great grandfather's in the Lehigh Hall of Fame. Okay. They, they have the world's largest cross country race on Lehigh's campus. It's uh, named after my great grandfather, the oh, Paul okay. Short Run. So Paul, Paul Short Run. The Paul Short Run. That's funny for a cross country a short run. Paul Short. That's that's my uh, great grandfather. Uh, did not did not run cross country. He was in administrator and football coach there for a long time. Oh, okay. uh, And he he did play there even before that. But anyway, so every time I hear Lehigh, straight to – and my grandfather played football there. So a lot going on. Basketball, Duke. They play against Arizona coming up
2: featuring former UNC guard Caleb Love.
1: Back in the triangle.
2: You cop it or drop, and Caleb Love drops 20-plus at Cameron Indoor Stadium for the Arizona Wildcats. (laughs) Um.
1: You know what? I'm I'm. This is tough. Is This a Duke revenge game. With with mo- <laughs> Duke's going to want to take it up, but also, yeah. So many of the the so many of those guys are gone. Uh, Roach Roach True. Roach, would, Roach would be the one looking to get get a uh, mm-hmm. revenge. For most players, I would think no. I would think Arizona would make it. N- but Caleb Love, he does have that kind of Gilbert Arenas, Monte Ellis. Like, oh no, I'm gonna get my thirty shots. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and being back in the triangle with so many uh, you know I'm sure acquaintances and friends and and everything uh, watching I would I, I think he's gonna get his it might be 20 points on 17 shots but I think he gets his his 20 piece give, give me give me the the copping love high scoring total okay next one here NC State
2: Copping or dropping NC State wins 21 plus games this season.
1: 20 plus 21 21 plus So probably look like a 21 19 20 plus, plus. No. 18 I'll tell you I am copping over 17 I'm really? I'm just trying to talk you down. Okay, no. Uh no, what was it what was the number you said? 21 20 plus 21. Not just 20 21. So 20 it's the the number is 21 and a half or the number is 20 and a half.
2: They win 21 or more.
1: Okay. So so I'm you know I'm I'm going to say cop that. Okay. I'm gonna cop it. Uh DJ Br- like Part of the reason why I like NC State, and this is going to come across as a very backhanded compliment to NC State, it's not because their talent level is through the roof. It's because they're different, right? It's it's yeah. It's kind of playing the triple option. It's like we're gonna we're gonna try to game plan for this in two days, right? If you have like a game on Tuesday and a game on Saturday, you have to game plan for a completely different beast than you're used to seeing through you know four games or four days. I think it's just tough. So I think they're gonna. You know, it's like playing the Syracuse 2-3 zone. It's just different enough that they're always upsetting teams that don't play them often. Uh, so, yeah, that's – I'm going to cop it. I'm going to stick to my guns on that one. All
0: right
2: there it is. Cop or drop.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.